Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part, for every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Ladies and gents, I genuinely believe that being rich is a state of mind. In fact, I don't even really like the word rich. I never strive to be rich. I always strive to be wealthy. That said, usually people with a rich state of mind usually end up with a rich state of life. And there are undeniable patterns that you'll see if you look at any rich person. And those are some of the main things that I focused on as I went from being a 17 year old high school dropout. I'm a 17 year old high school dropout. To making my first million at 18 and repeating it every single year after and growing it. So ladies and gentlemen, for those of you guys that don't know who I am, my name is Iman Gadji. I run an advertising agency called IG Media. We work with some really awesome info product and e-commerce clients, and I've been running that business for coming up to four years at this point. Apart from that, I actually run the world's largest education company for agency owners specifically. I have students who are literally looking to get their first one $2,000 client, and I've got some students who are literally making over $150,000 a month plus from their agency. To be honest, at gradientc.com, we're kind of the experts that the experts go to to learn from because I'm still in the trenches running my agency every single day. Now I take a large portion of profits from my education company and actually use that to build schools in Nepal. From, from the schools that we built last year, there's over a thousand kids that actually get to wake up and get a proper education, which is incredible. And finally, I also run a e-commerce clothing line called Gadgie, all bespoke, all done in-house, uh, none of that print on demand BS. So over the past four years, building my businesses to the point where now they're making over multi seven figures a year, I've learned a thing or two and studying what rich people do. And in fact, at my agency, just getting to find out a lot more about what my clients do. And in fact, at my agency, especially kind of when I was first starting off when I was 16, 17, actually speaking to my clients and finding out how they managed to build their businesses. I've learned a lot and I can really distill it down to four main things that rich people do that poor people simply don't. So the first thing is that rich people get paid on results, not time. I'd say this is the biggest thing that poor people do that rich don't, you know, poor will get paid on time, rich will get paid on results. And you need to understand that in life, we're all going through different vehicles, whether that be career vehicles, lifestyle paths, uh, philosophies or religions that we live by. And that's awesome, but you need to understand when it comes to your career, that's one of those things where more effort does not mean more financial compensation. You know, a lot of self-help uh, junkies and gurus want to tell their audience, you're not rich because you don't work hard enough. 
I don't agree with that at all because all you need to look at is construction workers. Or for example, my mom, she actually used to work at the NHS, which is the uh, free government health service in the UK. She Then she also worked in retail. And my mom would literally go to work for nine hours and then there's a commute an hour back and forth. And like, you can see on a person's face when they are just at a point of pure exhaustion. And every single day she would just come back at a point of pure exhaustion. I can honestly say that she has worked way harder than me in terms of just how uh, draining and, and tiring and numbing her workday was. But the main issue was that she was in a financial vehicle that did not pay her based on results. She could have been the best employee. She could have gone above and beyond, but realistically, uh, what's gonna happen? Maybe she might've gotten a tiny promotion, but the extra effort does not equate to extra financial compensation. So if you want something where there is a much more direct and more conclusive correlation between the amount of effort you put in and the financial compensation that you get from it, starting a business is the best place to be. So my agency that I started when I was 16 years old was the way that, that I managed to get compensated based on results or the results that I was getting from my clients. It was the thing that enabled me to retire my mom at the age of 19. It's the thing that allows me the lifestyle that I have at present moment. But I also understand that not everyone needs to start a business. Uh, you can just look at roles where maybe you're working in an organization, but once again, you are getting compensated fairly to the uh, results that you bring. So for example, sales positions. If you join an organization that has a good sales commission and a good sales structure, that is a very good clear path for you to be making five figures, maybe even multi five figures a month in commissions. And to be honest, even if you're not working in that sort of structure, one great thing that you can do is just make sure that you join a company where they will compensate you fairly as you start to bring more value to the company. You know, you've got kind of your old age, stale organizations where it's gonna be very hard for you to climb up the corporate ladder. But if you come to a startup, for example, my business is a startup, especially my education company, the way that it's, it's run. But at any of my businesses, we have a very lean, a very tight knit startup culture. And between all seven of my team members, that permeates. And someone is much likely to get a very substantial pay raises year on year on year at an organization like mine that has that startup mentality, but that still also has good cash flows than, for example, one of your standard, more corporate business. So even if you're just working in a job, try to find an organization where they will compensate you based on results, not the amount of time you're putting in. So the next thing that rich people do that poor people don't is if we can't buy something 10 times in cash, then we just don't buy it. Guys, please do not go broke trying to look rich. Plus you need to understand that most people are so self-absorbed and so self-conscious as to the way that they look or the way that they come across that they don't have any time to care about what shoes you have or what car you drive or what watch you have. You know, and maybe this comes from me living in, in Chelsea in London, uh, you know, living in London and then especially in Chelsea, you know, it's very European and I think uh, the European way is a lot more under the radar. To be honest, London is a very wealthy, wealthy city and London compared to say, for example, a city like LA, in LA, for the most part, everyone looks more rich than they actually are. Whereas in London, for the most part, everyone is a lot more richer than they look. You know, to give you an example, I might be at a restaurant with my Patek Philippe Nautilus, uh, you know, my 5711, or I might be there with my Rose Gold Royal Oak, and you know, I might be thinking I'm the shit. I've got you know, uh, fifty to seventy thousand dollars on my wrist, and then there's gonna be someone on another table who's got a Nautilus that looks exactly like mine, except his is the 40th anniversary of the Nautilus. His is white gold, and his is around three hundred thousand market value. Mine's only around 70,000. But to a person who doesn't know about watches, you would never be able to tell the difference. So I think for me, maybe it's just the fact that like, that in London, you're never gonna win the who has a bigger dick game because whatever watch you have, someone will have a more expensive one.
in Chelsea and London, if your car costs 300,000, get in line. You know, that's, uh, that's pretty common. And if your car costs 500,000, then you just know that there's gonna be someone who pulls up to a restaurant in an original Mercedes SLS going, and that car costs, you know, 1.5, 2 million. So once you realize that there's no point in trying to play that game, because the game is rigged, because you'll never win. You know, no matter how much money you make, you're not gonna, probably you're not gonna win that game. And even if you do, who cares? So, you know, when it comes to just dress the way that you want to dress, I don't really wear any designer. You know, I do like to get some of my pieces from uh, Laura Piana or Xenia or um, Sandro, the Couples. Those are some of my favorite spots. But a lot of my stuff I get from Uniqlo and I just get tailored. Or Zara, I get a lot of jeans and trousers from Zara. Um, Rag and Bone is one of my favorites. So on any given day, I might be wearing a $1,500 turtleneck or a $15 turtleneck. It doesn't really matter. That's also the beautiful thing about when you don't really wear any brands. You know, you don't wear your Gucci's, your Balenciaga's, your anything like that. Because there's no label, it genuinely could be super expensive or super cheap. And the way that you dress it up, you know, you're kind of flying under the radar. And I just think it's better that way. And once again, when it comes to accessories and this and that, for example, watches, I'm super into horology. Just buy whatever it is that you want. You know, I have a very, very big watch collection worth three, four hundred thousand dollars, but those are investments to me. I've actually made money on my watch collection. And when it comes to say something like a car in London, rather than buying a 458, I want to get a Renault Twizy. You know, on that car, the, the doors are actually optional. So the reason I'm saying all this stuff is it brings it back to a point of like, if you can't buy it 10 times in cash, then you just can't afford it. If you can't buy that watch you want to buy 10 times over in cash, you can't afford it. If you can't buy that car 10 times over in cash, you cannot afford it. And you need to understand that. And I think truly rich people who are going to stay rich do understand that and don't get sucked into the game of who has a bigger dick and showing off and this and that. For rich people, if they can afford it 10 times over and they're actually into cars, then they buy cars. If they're into watches, they buy watches, whatever it is that actually makes them happy, but they do it for themselves. And they don't do it in a way that screams the entire world. So guys, please remember that if you can't buy it 10 times over in cash, you can't afford it. The next thing that rich people do that poor people don't is rich people observe, learn, and move in silence most of the time. Poor people think they know it all and they wanna scream their opinion at the top of their lungs. You know, I've noticed this to be huge, especially rich people, like they, they move in silence. Now that doesn't mean they're private. For example, I'm not private because I, I literally have a YouTube channel all about sharing what's working for me in my life financially at the agency, at my clothing line, um, in terms of giving you updates on Nepal, like just, you know, I'm, I'm a totally open book, but I've just found that rich people, that doesn't mean that they're secretive or they're private or they'll hide everything. It just means that they spend more time doing it rather than talking about it. Look, we all know that one person who puts on Instagram big things coming, but they never actually do it. We all know those people who get more validation and, and more fulfillment from posting about doing it and living sort of this fake lifestyle than actually just doing it. And if they ever post about something, they're not posting about it's not them showing off, it's just their life because they work to get there. You know, as I said, I chuckle a lot when uh, people are like, watch this space, big things coming. As I said, you know, you if someone asks you a relevant question about what's going on in your life or is intrigued, you don't need to be private or secretive. It just means that spend much, much more time doing the thing rather than talking about doing the thing. Aside from that, rich people aren't usually married to their opinions. They can change because they're constantly learning. They're getting different perspectives. They're getting opposing perspectives. And as I said, they're willing to change their opinion if need be. Poor people, from what I've noticed, are kind of just a bull in a china shop. They want to shove their opinion down your throat and they think they're right all the time. Now, please keep in mind that this is 100% a generalization. And when I'm talking about rich people, I'm talking about self-made rich people. You know, this definitely doesn't apply as much to uh, people who come from money, coming from someone 
who is new money, but surrounded by a lot of old money, I can tell you that old money are, just to be very honest, most of the time, insufferable. Sometimes they're the most stuck in their ways and the most formally educated, but so uneducated about what's going on in the world. So please keep that in mind that a lot of the stuff in here are generalizations. So that was point number three. Rich people observe, learn, and move in silence. Point number four that rich people do that poor people don't is that we realize what we do outside of our career is just as important as what we do inside of it. This is huge. Honestly, this is so, so, so important. You see, poor people will think that you know, what does uh, getting good sleep and, and having good nutrition, meditating and learning about philosophy and character, like what does this, what does all of this stuff have to do with making money or, or being rich? But rich people understand that that's 70% of the equation. You need to understand that tactics aren't too hard to figure out. You know, most tactics aren't really a secret. Why can two people both have these step-by-step -step training, both know the same tactics, yet they get vastly different results? It's because of everything they do outside of the business or the career or whatever financial vehicle they're in. They understand that going back to the first point, they're paid on results, not time. And in order to get better results, they need more energy. You need to understand that energy is the most valuable currency on earth or maybe not the most valuable currency on earth, but to yourself, it should be your most valuable currency. In my opinion, more so than time and more so than physical money. And you directly control how much energy you have by the quality of your sleep, what you let into your body and what you let into your mind. You see rich people, or at least uh, people who are truly rich, and I mean that in bank account, in spirit, in mind, in body, they understand that the way you do one thing is the way that you do everything. So they don't look at someone talking about the importance of sleep or nutrition or self-perception and self-identity and go, what the hell does that have to do with making money? They understand that the two are directly correlated. And that concludes my four points. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let me know in the comments section if there's anything else that you would add that rich people do that poor people don't. And by the way, at the beginning, I think I mixed up a couple times the order of that. But in your belief, what are some things that rich people do that poor people don't that get them to that point? Now, moving on to the gadget giveaway down in the description, you will find the winner for last video's gadget giveaway. If you want to be drawn into winning an article of clothing from my boutique line, Gadget, and my team will go ahead and send it out to you free of charge. All you have to do is make sure you're subscribed turn on post notifications and comment within the first two hours of next video going live or if you're here within the first two hours of this video going live just leave a comment and you'll be drawn in to win and all you have to do is just watch next video to see if you've won as i said i'm gonna go ahead and leave last video's winner down in the description i hope you guys have enjoyed this video i look forward to looking at all your comments and i'll see you guys in the next one Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.